Welcome to The Vibe, where we talk about teaching higher evolutions and elevations of self, self-improvement in relationships, self-improvement with self, solo, and with self-love and self-care. I'm your soulful host, Shalandra. Today, we will be talking about ego versus soul. So you're like, why should we talk about ego versus soul? Ego versus soul is very, very important when it comes to becoming whole. A lot of the times we don't recognize what is coming from our ego and what is coming from us as an individual. And due to societal standards and how our experience are, we are raised to project in certain manners. So in order to learn things to better yourself, you have to understand the difference in order to implement it in order for it to become a pattern, in order for it to become a lifestyle. So self-improvement is a lifestyle. It's not something that's not a fad. It's not something that we do temporarily. We have to continue to do this. We have to continue to nourish ourselves like flowers. You know, you have to pick the right soil to go with the right flower. So just like you, we all have different chemical makeup. So we have to find what works for us. What helps us grow to our best potential? What helps us um, be happy within us? What helps us not seek validation from others? What helps us feel whole as an individual? So ego is projections from the outside and soul is from within. As I stated, you know, you have to treat yourself as a vessel because you are your own source. You are your own best friend. So a lot of the times In society, they say that the real flex is, you know, to project, to be jealous, to seek other things to be filled and and just live through ego. But really, ego is not the real flex. Soul is the real real flex. You know, the real flex is keeping your, your heart soft and staying at some level of purity so you can be happy within yourself. Because if you add all those different types of components into within yourself, and project it from the outside, you're dealing with things from the outside and you're dealing with things within your eternal self. So if you're dealing with things from the outside, you're adding extra energies within yourself. That's a lot. We want things to be simple. We want things to be what works for us. So some of the things that, you know, could be a real flex is making your own rules. When you understand yourself and when you understand how you operate and when you understand that the outside is not in your control, only you can control it, your life will be so much easier because you'll be making your own rules. You'll be setting your own boundaries. You'll be um, explaining to people what you like. You'll know how you feel, what your triggers are, what your coping mechanisms are, and what makes you happy and brings you peace. So if you make your own rules and you be the the chess game to your life and play the rules to your game, then you're able to be more at a state of inner peace than someone that would try to control all the variables. Um, Living through acts of love. So living through acts of love is not meaning, oh my gosh, I got to be extra happy all the time. Living through acts of love means that doing things from a state of love. So for instance, um, if somebody comes up to you and they're going off on you or they do something that's nasty, just because they do something that's nasty does not mean that you have to do it back to them and project it back to them. You're the bigger person by not consuming in that energy. They're the one that's using all those different energies and control tactics and strategies to try to get you to do what they want or to try to project whatever is not healed within themselves onto you. But if you act through the acts of love, you're not 
phased by these types of activities, it's easier for you to just get out of situations or not be in situations or even put yourself in situations that would not be of good to you or be lacking to self. So living through acts of love is just being kind. It's easy to be kind. It's free to be kind. People think that if you are not kind and you have to go toe to toe, that makes it where you're better than that person or they're, they're looking down on you because you're living through acts of love. Sometimes living through acts of love gives you more peace because they're dealing with all those energies, you know, from within and whatever they have going through or whatever you have in your life. Like just be kind. If you do the best that you can or treat someone the best that you can at whatever ability or level that they're, that you're at or that they're at, that's all you can live off of. You won't have any regrets because you're doing everything out of acts of love. So some acts of love is, is maybe looking at life as a gift, you know, don't look at life as, oh my gosh, like this is horrible for me uh, or wallowing in the past or wallowing in the future that hasn't even happened yet. Life as a gift. When you look at life as a gift, you look at things as through abundance. You look at life as, okay, I do have these things and I'm appreciative of these things because when you're appreciative of things, you cherish them better. When people don't have things on a regular basis or don't have certain abundance on a regular basis, then they don't know how it feels to really earn or, or really uh, be thankful for things. So when you look at things from the perspective of as a gift, then you see yourself as more deserving. Um, you gain more wisdom like that because you're not so closed and, and, and harboring all those other types of emotions and different feelings inside of you to where you're blocking yourself from having those types of abundances. Ego seeks wisdom. Ego looks for wisdom. Ego looks for things on the outside. Soul gets the wisdom from inside. When you are aligned and in tune with yourself, you don't have to seek too much wisdom because you trust yourself and you trust your intuition. And if everything is aligned, you can see things through like a crystal glass versus rose colored glasses with ego. Ego is control. Soul is flow. So anything that is forced is ego. Anything that is from soul is not. It's, it's, it's learned. It's, 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 it's a flow. It's not forcing things to occur. And that can go across the board. That could be relationships. That could be with school. That could be with your career. Things that are meant for you are meant for you. When you look from that mindset of, of understanding what's meant for you is what's meant for you, like the law of attraction, then you learn to be more at a peaceful state. Ego is inferior. Ego, egotistical people think that they're better than other people. They're more competitive. They have to be the best. When in reality, you don't have to be the best. You're, you are your best when you are your best self. So meaning that when you are your best self, you have all that you need because you can seek that from inside. But when you constantly have to seek that from the outside, say those materials or those resources that you need to, you know, get, you know, get that type of feeling from with the ego. If they're not there, you're lacking. You're always going to be lacking because you're not ever going to be fulfilled. If you're not fulfilled within yourself, how can you be fulfilled and happy within other things? You have to be able to do the work. You have to be able to reflect. That's another flex. Reflecting is a flex. 
if you can't reflect and you can't see certain things within yourself or see things that you need to improve or look at things from a, a different aspect as far as the perspective of accountability and just really understanding that you're a human being, you will continuously be looking at a false reflection. The real reflection is seeing what you need to work on. The real reflection is seeing things through the light of love. The real reflection is standing in your firmness and and understanding that you're a whole individual, understanding what you need and what you want out of life, understanding what you want around you, understanding what you need within yourself for certain happiness, what you need as far as a person. Ego is denial. Ego has to guilt trip. Ego has to project. Ego has to control. That is control. Ego controls. And a lot of people think that, you know, even in friendships and relationships, when they do that type of stuff, signs of manipulation, you know, that is a a way of abuse. You know, they have to force, like, think about it, like moving a mountain. Like the more you push and move the mountain, the more they try to do different tactics to try to sway you to come back to their side because they need that validation. They need your energy to feed off of them. They need that fear. But when you're whole within yourself, you don't need validation. You don't have resentment. You don't, you, you forgive. You don't have to seek to be filled. You don't need somebody to make you whole. You know that you're whole by yourself. And when you get into a situation, you can seek something that's whole because typically in most settings we attract what we are so sometimes you can think that you are not driven by ego when in reality you can be driven by ego and you could you know attract someone friends or whatever to you to where it is from a state of ego and then you're like oh my goodness like why are they acting like this and sometimes you know sometimes things look in different forms Everything that glitters ain't gold, you know, and that's why a lot of people that live through ego, they're not happy because they try to be the best or they try to prove to other people that they are the best or they have to have what they feel in societal standards of what the best is when in reality they are their own best. You are already your best. You are already enough of what you need no matter what traumas you went through no matter what you're going through right now no matter what you know what i'm saying like just because somebody isn't married at a certain age or just because you don't reach a certain goal at a certain age does not mean that you are lacking those are societal standards you have to do what's best for you you have to live for you which leads to my other flex like living for you right if you live for everybody else How are you going to be whole? Because you're picking particles and pieces of yourself to give those energies to other people. When in reality, you need to be putting that within yourself. If you put within yourself the particles that you need to become whole and the best person or the best version of yourself that you need to be, you don't have to get those particles to give to other people. And also you're already whole. So if you're whole, you're going to be projecting healthiness anyways. So you have to do what's best for you. Don't, don't do what you think that somebody else feels that you should be doing. Don't live through the opinions and the projections of what other people tell you that you're supposed to be doing. That's their journey. That's their life. We cannot compare each other's journeys to each other. Just like you can't compare a sunflower to a rose, just like you can't compare a lily to a weed, you know? And I mean, yeah, that was a stretch, the weed, but I mean, everything is beautiful in their own way, right? So you have to look at things like that. People that are from ego, they never feel like nothing's enough. 
They always want more, more, more because they're taking from themselves and projecting them outwards instead of projecting that inwards and looking from within self and having that stuff, stuff within themselves and trusting the wisdom within themselves. Everything begins with self. You come into this world alone and typically you, you know, you go out in the world alone, not to be so morbid, but like you have to be your own best friend. You have to live through wholeness. A person with ego plays victim. They always feel like somebody's doing things to them. But in reality, in two settings, two people have to take accountability for things. Everything is a cause and effect. You have to look at it like I am enough. You know, you got to really believe that you're enough because if you don't feel like you're enough, how are you going to, how can others make you feel like you're enough if you're, you don't even feel like you're enough? You know, a lot of the times we get into relationships thinking that we need love. We do need love, but we have to love ourselves first. And, you know, even though it sounds a little cliche, it's really like legit real. Like, All the things that you want, if you can't even give it to yourself, how are you able to receive that from others? Um, So that, you know, I'm going to go back to the playing the victim. People that live or thrive through ego, they play victim because, you know, they don't want to take accountability for their actions or they don't want to see the they don't want to see that they have to take accountability. So they had to try to manipulate the variable. I like to think of. I like to think of like ego as an as a Rubik's cube. You have to keep turning and turning and turning cubes to where it match. But when you're whole, it automatically turns on its own. You know, you don't have to force the red to go with the yellow. You don't have to force the green to go with the blue. It's just gonna flow on what it's on. Again, ego is is control, soulless flow. Understanding that you have to be in the present. Understanding that you can't control other variables around you. You have to control yourself. Understanding that you have to understand that letting things be the way that they are. If you let things be the way that they are and flow at its natural state, you'll learn from the situation. You'll you'll be more at peace because you're not exerting all that energy into, into things to where it doesn't serve you. When you live through ego, you typically have to thrive through others. So if you thrive through others, you have to beat at other people's drums. Even if it looks like you're being stern and, and uh, you know, bold and, and strong, you're really not being strong because you need those outside sources to survive. When you're within soul, you don't have to do that. You're comfortable with being alone. You're comfortable with somebody, you know, agreeing or disagreeing with you. You're comfortable with living through acts of love to where you don't have to uh, get upset or get forced, get mad because you're not forcing people to do things. And, and a lot of the times we force things you know, out of fear. So ego isn't like bad, like in a sense of like, um, you know, oh my gosh, like you're a horrible person because a lot of the times we live through ego and we don't even know. So when you learn to let things be out of your control, that's less things off of your plate. The more you control, the more you put it on your plate. Ego is fear. Soul is being at peace. When you live through fear, you have to control. Control is fear. Soul is love. Okay. Soul is love because you're letting it flow. You're letting it be at its highest frequency because you're not adding different um, additions or let's just say extractions or subtractions to yourself to where you have to be whole. You know, the more think about it like this, the more you put on your plate, the more heavy it's going to be. 
So when you live through ego, you have heaviness. Like you ever meet somebody and they just seem so heavy. Like, like when they get sad, they get so heavy, like everything's so heavy because they live through ego. They don't trust themselves. They don't trust themselves to make the right decision. They don't trust themselves that, you know, things are going to be meant the way that it is. They have to try to control the variables so that it'll be the way that they want it to be. When in reality, the more, the more control you put on something, the more it's going to release itself because the universe doesn't work like that. You can't control the stars. You can't control the moon. You can't control energies. You can't control people. People, places, or things. The more you go against, the more it's going to resist. The less you resist and flow and deal with things a moment at a time, the less it is force. So, with that being stated, ego looks at failures. Soul looks at learned. A lot of the times, um, people can't get past things because they haven't dealt with the emotion or they don't want to accept what is happening they don't want to accept their own reality when you are strong enough and uh more conscious or self-aware to be more in tune with what is happening in the now you will be more at peace because you're not dealing with the past you're not dealing with the future you're dealing with what's happening right now you deal with the emotion you work through it you find a solution and you keep it pushing ego doesn't do that ego holds resentment ego holds jealousy Ego lacks. They can never be filled if they're harboring all of these different projections and, and exhibiting these types of behaviors in their life. And, you know, as I state, ego, egotistical people, they thrive. They might thrive for a temporary moment of, I guess, validation or feeling needed or feeling filled from outside sources. But in reality, at nighttime or when you're alone, you got to deal with that. You got to lay with that to rest. Those people have to lay with dealing with themselves because eventually you're always going to have to look in the mirror. Like no matter what, just like every day you look in the mirror to get dressed, you're going to have to look in the mirror with yourself because what you put out is what you receive. And, you know, I always say this, just because somebody feed the homeless don't make them a good person. Or just because somebody feeds the homeless doesn't mean that they live from soul. You have to be complete living from soul, you know, in the state of love. You can't give 50% ego and then give 50% of soul or give 40% of ego and 60% of soul and expect you to get 100% soul back. You know, and you have to really believe that you have to believe in yourself. You have to understand that we are here for our purpose. We're not here to, you know, complete somebody else's purpose because we are our own vessel. We are our own sources, you know. So the real flex is not being egotistical and being resentful or, you know, doing acts of yelling and name calling and and being you know, thinking that you're superior to others. The real flex is letting things be the way that they need to be, you know, not controlling the situation. Like if you ever like, you know, try this one day, say someone is yelling at you, right? If you like somebody's yelling at you and you're always talking in a calm state, that person's frequency is always going to go back to down to a level state because they're the only ones looking crazy. 
So if think about it like this. So yelling, name calling, you know, projecting and things like that. Those are exerted energies from the outside. Right. They have to poke you to get that feeling of satisfaction from you acting out of your norm. Right. So love is the highest frequency. And fear is the lowest. People that are egotistical have a lot of control issues and they live through fear. So if you approach someone that is egotistical and they're yelling or they're selfish or whatever the the case is, they're going to come back to that state naturally. You know, that's why, like, you know, in most settings, you have to stay calm. You know, sometimes, I mean, we are human, but... You, you have to stay calm. You have to be grounded. You have to have self-control within yourself because you control you. You control your happiness. You control your surroundings. You control your life. You control everything that is within yourself, right? Again, making your own rules. You be your biggest flex. With ego, they want to prove that they're the biggest flex when in reality they're not. They will always be lacking because they have to always get it from the outside. So I guess the moral of the story or of today's lesson is work on yourself to be a better person for you. Um, Don't live through the eyes of others. Live for yourself. If you live through the eyes of others, you're fulfilling their happiness and their needs and you're not fulfilling your needs. Make your own rules. Live through the acts of love. It's harder to hate than it is to love. Love is a natural feeling. Hate and um, lacking are things that are learned. Those are learned behaviors. You know, when you come out the womb, all you know is love in the beginning. But then we go through our life lessons and experiences. In reality, everything is going to revert back to love. You know, it's easier. Like I said, it's easier to live through the acts of love than to live in through hate. Because you have to hold on to those feelings. Then you have to act out of holding on to those feelings when you should just let it be. Life is too short to be mad. Life is too short to be taking everything so personally. Life is too short to not grow. Life is too short to want to always gain from other wells than yourself. Life is just simply too short to be unhappy. So I hope you gained, you know, that was, that was a lot of soul, you know, in this episode, like their soul is serious, you know, like we, we really got to look at it and take care of ourselves. Like I said, in the beginning, we are a a specific type of flower, right? Even the men, we're, we're all delicate in our own ways. Right. So we have to find the right soil. We got to find the right climate. We got to find the right things and and see what works to help us grow to be at our best potential. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. And I do want to let you guys know, stay listening, have a wonderful day. And until next time, love, peace, and soul.